If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Hey, everybody. What's happening? I'm no. Ryan McCaffrey. It's just a sunny day in San Francisco. This is Podcast Unlocked. It's episode 100, guys. Yay! <laughs> yeah. It's a little early, I know, but this makes up for all the times that you guys complain that we don't do we, – we missed a week or something came up and we were off a couple days. Here you go. Two in one week. Yeah, I guess we are doing something two and special two for us. Two and two, that's right. Two in two days. Destin Legary, hi. Hey. Wearing your Destin, Destiny Destin shirt. t-shirt. No. Just yeah. scratch out the Y. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Dyer, hi. Hello. Metal Gear Solid t-shirt today. Yeah. Uh, Mitch and, uh, of course, special guest. Wouldn't be an episode one. Wouldn't be a milestone <laughs> oh, unless God. we celebrate it Your somehow. bar's so low. You had Peter Molyneux <laughs> on this show. Greg Miller. Hi, hey, sir. What's up? As so, I live and breathe, Ryan McCaffrey. Yeah. I'm wearing a Gravity Days shirt, which, of course, was renamed for the U.S. Gravity Rush. Terrible name compared to Gravity yes, Days. Yes, Gravity is a much better yeah, name. You, I would have given the game an 8 if it did that. But you, if they spelled uh, Days yeah. with a Y, I mean, that would have been game. That, <laughs> that would have made the game for you. Yeah. The, the t-shirt battle goes to Greg Miller today. I'm this sorry, This is imported guys. from Japan, yeah. So we're here. So is this. Damn it. Boom. Oh, look at you going with the Superman, like, sh- whipping mm. out. Yeah. Don't. Just same build. Same build as <laughs> Superman and everything. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So it's uh, the the star date today, June 19th. Today, A date right? that, will that will live, live in infamy forever. Uh, yeah, we're here doing an emergency episode of Podcast Unlocked because Microsoft made themselves a little announcement today. Mitch, tell us about it. So you remember all that controversy where the Xbox One had to be always online. You had to check in every 24 hours, and you couldn't trade in your used game. All that stuff is gone. That Crazy. Is, that is no longer a feature of the Xbox One. The Xbox One now is, for all intents and purposes, an Xbox 360. I like that you referred to it as a feature. I mean, they, they were features. Feature they the were cast. features. I was, I, I was telling Greg, my, I was excited. No one. I was excited for those. I was telling yeah. Greg, I was really excited to be able to share my library with everybody in this room mm-hmm. to tell my dad, "Hey, buy an Xbox One, never play a game, or never we, buy a game on it. I will share my entire library." We with talked you. about mm-hmm. it 
yesterday on yeah. episode ninety. Yeah, like I was. I thought long ago. I th- for all the like mixed messaging and stuff, I was really excited for like what Xbox One was. Now where it's like all those features are gone. There is no family sharing. There is no digital library sharing. Now you can trade your discs. I can give you my discs, discs like an Xbox three hundred and sixty. Hmm. And th- the coolest things about Xbox One are gone. That sucks. <laughs> So yeah, let's 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 detail it specifically, uh, Mitch. You started into it. So yeah, yes. so that's the 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 sacrificial lamb today for this for for appeasing the vocal uh, what appear to be masses is yes f- the family sharing thing is no more. You will you can't tag people on your friends list to say here you go, Mitch. I've got Forza Motorsport five and you've got Dead Rising three. Let's just share those with each other. And yeah. when you're not playing one, I can play it. And when you're not playing, you know. Yours, I can I can play it. That is out the window. The so best that, thing the Xbox One had going for it. Dead. Pretend that never existed because, for all intents and purposes, it didn't. Yeah, <laughs> it never did. There's never a feature of the console you um, can play. Now yeah. the Xbox One does not need to be connected to the internet. You can uh, day one when you get your Xbox One, you have to patch it in order to enable online uh, offline play. And this Ironically, worked really well. This worked really well with the Wii U. So I'm happy to see this. Strategy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back here. Something tells me the patch time will be a little less than an hour <laughs> this time around. I think, I think I think Xbox might understand the internet yeah. a bit more than Nintendo. <laughs> we can but, hope. Uh, yeah, so then we've got – you can still buy games day and date digitally. Yep. You can still install them. You can still fast switch between games provided that they're not disc-based games. Xbox, I, other game. Yeah, you will need if – a, if it's a game that you've purchased on a disc – you will need to have the disc in the console as a security check. Which Xbox, price is right. Makes perfect sense. That's how it works. You can still do that. <laughs> um, and, uh, and yeah, there no online check-in, no always online, no nothing. All that is out the window. The cloud's still there. It's great that you can play games offline. Like that's really awesome yes. because now it's this is almost like a direct answer to the to the internet mass cry of like what about the dudes in the military? Like what yeah. about the servicemen and women who can't access the internet? Who traditionally, by the way, if I may speak for them, seem like they're mostly been Xbox people this yeah. generation. You know, Call of Duty guys. Yeah, yeah. They, they already had an option built in for military people, from what I've read, though. In like, the Xbox One. Yeah, for Xbox One, you could like get a special thing. If Absolutely you're in the not a thing. No. Oh, okay. Go back to NeoGAF testing with crazy <laughs> ideas. So, I love you, NeoGAF. Don't take me down. <laughs> so what, what we have now is a console that is, for all intents and purposes, functionally identical to the PlayStation 4, yep. with the key difference being it costs $100 more, but it's bundled with a next-generation Kinect sensor. Exactly. So How Greg, much is PlayStation I going to cost? Right. Yeah. Then, then when that's, when that's 80 100 bucks, yeah. then uh, it's going to be But then again, out. it's also how much that matter, right? Like, a lot right. of people don't want Kinect. Yeah. They're, they're not interested in it, so if it could save them 100 bucks, whatever. Yeah. And I so mean, that's, that's where I turn to you, Greg, is right. that where do we stand here in the, uh, in the battle for mindshare? Because, so, you know, as you know, Sony has fought an uphill battle in mindshare. Right. This entire generation. Yeah, PS3, the PS3 360 generation completely belonged to 360. Yeah. Whenever we used to say, this is the year of the PlayStation. Look, they have an exclusive every month. Nobody cared about the exclusives. And then they lost your credit card, maybe. Well, they're not <laughs> sure, but they'll lie about it. And then the network will be off so, for an hour. So what I, I'm what sorry, I put to you is, so uh, I guess, well, let's back up for one quick second. Tell me what you guys think. I think... Obviously, Microsoft's monitored the chatter. Uh, Mark Witten told me that himself. They they 
put me on the phone with him uh, an hour after this broke. Uh-huh. He didn't have anything. I mean, he had a lot of prepared statements. I think I maybe caught him off script once or twice. But that's how these things go. Yeah. Um, I think this the, the chatter was part of it, but really, I'm gonna. Th- I think that over the last week since E3, they announced their price and they announced their release window. I've got to think that the pre-order numbers they were looking at are well below. People, in that sense, have voted with their wallets. Right. Since E3, where Sony just put on a PR clinic at E3, yeah. that people are voting with their wallets and they're pre-ordering the PlayStation 4 and that the numbers for Microsoft got very scary very quickly. Mm-hmm. So Conveniently, uh, the Xbox One was immediately available for pre-order the second that announcement went live oh, on yeah. Amazon. Yeah, so, so it was available t- yesterday and today. But then they put out the thing. Oh, we sold out of our yeah. our pre-order stock or whatever they said. Yep. Oh, that's really? Been, yeah, it's been that way for a couple happened, days. I didn't. It's one of those things. I saw the tweet today that they had sold out of their stock. I'm like, oh, that's weird. Thing is, how you know I've, the, the <laughs> it polls, hasn't been manufactured. The yet. polls are yeah, all like right. 72 percent are you know going to do, do PS4 over 360. Mm-hmm. But as soon as this happened, I was like, well, now nah, I got it. And I went and pre-ordered off Amazon day one delivery, and I tweeted that. And Gary Wood is like. Funny, you know, awesome that you went and did it right after they're sold out. I'm like, what? And like, you know what I mean? Oh, right. They all of a sudden they have this magical stockpile of <laughs> yeah. Xbox ones. So yeah. So Greg, tell me, do you think this that come launch day is this is this all? Because this is a different scenario than than this generation. Right. Where Sony released a $600 console. They they had a uh, a factual hole to dig themselves out of. For Microsoft, yes, this happened, but there's no product yet. It's, this is the same thing we always talk about in the video game industry, in that, and I talked about at E3, too. I was like, yeah. well, how much is this stuff going to matter when we get to release day? Right. Right now, how much – this stuff in a month, this is going to be a funny footnote we all talk about. Yeah. It's not even going to matter anymore. No one's going to be bringing this up. It'll like Right now – I mean, Microsoft did the best they could. They they knew they had egg on their face. They knew they had to bite a bullet. They did it really quickly, obviously painfully, awkwardly. But now it's done. Yeah. Now they get the. Now you have all that. You get to build up all this goodwill because immediately the Twitter debate swung back to, well, now that that's all done, it's back to being about games. And we, right. you know, we just put up a video today talking about the the, the PlayStation Four conference was great. Microsoft had more games that were more, more interesting. Games. Yeah. Except for the residual hate that, of course, is the minority of the minority where it's like. Well, screw them for even thinking of doing this in right. the first place. I'm not going to support a company that thought of doing this at all. Like, no, mm-hmm. you're going to buy the system. I yeah. was getting really tired of all the Xbox One bashing. I'm like, okay, it has always online. You're not buying it. Shut up. Yeah. You know, like, there's still great games on this platform, and, you know, I'm going to experience well, them on the platform. So, Greg, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we hope they're great games yeah. on this platform. So, Greg, you are of the mind that uh, our. Come November, when presumably both of these consoles launch, because I'm guessing that's when Sony sure. will launch too, are we back to any a level playing field? Somewhat. If I, I'm making a bold prediction today that I think when you ca- calculate that first month of sales, PlayStation 4 will be in front of it. Yeah, I, do I agree with you. They're cheaper. Yeah. They're aiming at the hard, hardcore audience who yep. will buy that, whereas Microsoft's whole thing is they need to get it out and then prove to the Call of Duty and Xbox or I'm sorry, Call of Duty and Madden Bros that this is why you need to buy it. You need to buy it right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not wait, not keep playing your next your old generation or whatever. Right. And I think that the hardcore audience is super quick to adopt that. But I don't think it's gonna be like this grand disparity where you can't oh my God, you know, Microsoft's <laughs> freaking out or it's like nobody's gonna worry about it. Yeah. Destin? Well uh Greg said Microsoft acted uh quickly 
But, I mean, they had their reveal. There was a bunch of confusion there. And then they had E3. There was a bunch of confusion there, and people were angry. I mean, like, how many times did their head need to be slammed into a wall well, before they made this announcement? I, well, I mean, I think they were yeah. – I thought they rolled the dice. They're like, we'll go first at E3, and we'll come out, and we'll do all this, and yeah. Sony yeah. will follow suit. Because yeah. in that war room, how many of us believed when the PlayStation conference started – that Jack Trent was going to come out and be like, all that other stuff they're doing, we're not doing it. We're 100 no, bucks fact, cheaper. We, uh, yeah. <laughs> we all thought that every, the messaging was going to be the same. And yeah. this is the way our DRM is mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sony's just like, nope. Yeah. And so that was that was then they had to play. Like, how long do we wait to do this? How fast can we change it? What do yeah. we know? Sony basically called Microsoft's bluff yeah. In, yeah. Oh, yeah. in the grand scheme of it. Um, Mitch, what yeah. your, what are your, what, where do you think that we stand now? I mean, uh, we talk about this a lot, and it's come up on this podcast. That in a year or six months, when these consoles are out, this disaster of a situation right now will be uh, barely a memory in our minds. Yeah. It will not matter. It will not be of any consequence whatsoever. When the consoles are out, and they're available, and there are cool games, and people want to play them, that's what's going to matter. And that's when people are going to start voting with their wallets. The it's cool not stuff now. will own the conversation from here yes. on out. The example I always give Which is this, how it should be. Exactly. The example I always give to this is when I had Carl Stewart on for Tomb Raider on Up at Noon. Yeah. And it was days after the whole, oh yeah, this guy's going to rape Lara and everybody right. flipped out on the internet. Yep. He came in and it was he had just won E3 game of the show from us. Yep. And he was totally crestfallen and dejected. And I, he was there to address this head on like what happened that that's not what it was. And he was just like, you know, so much hard work's going on in this game. I can't believe this is the story they're going to tell. And I'm like, dude, in two weeks, yep, no relax. one will be telling this story. That isn't yeah. how we are in the moment. This is what's happening. Ah, kind of culture. You know what I mean? Yep. And what has lasting power is, hey, The Last of Us looks awesome, and we talk about it forever. You know what I mean? And, hey, uh, Titanfall looks awesome. <laughs> we are going to talk about Titanfall from now until it comes out. I mean, like, that will own the story. So let's talk about the price now because the price is the major dis- difference now mm-hmm. between these two machines. And – I think Microsoft still has an uphill battle in proving that Connect is worth an extra hundred dollars. Because, Mitch, you got to test it out in, yep. in tech, admittedly tech demo fashion. None of us have played sure. a Connect game yeah. yet, but you have you have you have seen proof of it, proof of concept. Yeah, and as a device, it's incredibly impressive. I'm just still not convinced that I'm going to be playing Connect games in my living room. Right. right. Um, what makes Connect? interesting for xbox one specifically isn't that it's a good gaming device it's that it is hardwired into the console's os yes. there are two os's running simultaneously that three connect three remember three yeah i remember them saying that there's okay. a, a smart glass one. Oh yeah that doesn't then, count nobody yeah. cares about that. <laughs> I'm talking about, like in the in the when you're on your dashboard in the background there's a connect os and there's yes. the the gamepad os basically i mean that's kind of reductive but it's basically how it goes um where you can just call it up with your voice like that stuff is really cool but it's not something that is like Oh man, you've got to get an Xbox One because you can tell it to open Skype. Right. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Greg, tell me if you agree that this for most of this generation, the PlayStation Three has been more expensive than the 360. Sure. And yet, at the end of the at the end of the line, here's now, both consoles have sold the same amount. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean worldwide, PlayStation's about to surpass or just did or whatever, yeah. and it doesn't matter because, again, we're talking mindshare, right? Right. Like, when you talk about PlayStation, you talk about 599 US dollars. You talk about your second job. You talk about your PlayStation story <laughs> that doesn't work. I mean, like, they, these are the stories we've told about that, whereas Connect yeah. has always been, oh, it's something cool. You know I mean? It, at least it's continued to be supported. I mean, look at PlayStation Move, right? Well, like, and that's that's where I guess it, that's Microsoft's last big bet is with, with Connect now is because you're right, like, there, there is a PlayStation Eye, and we saw it 
on February 20th at the yeah. reveal, we didn't hear a word about it at E3. Yeah, you had to ask mm-hmm. about it. And it seems like it's just going to be an afterthought, much like Move and yeah. much like I now. And that's that's what's fascinating about it is I can't wait to see what their, what their plan and strategy is for it. Because when it got announced and they showed it and they said the controller functions like a Move and right, has everything right. in there, I was like, oh, brilliant. And you're going to package the camera in with the system. Then developers have a reason to make move games. Yes. Nobody did this time around, right? Here's an afterthought peripheral that no one's going to buy. No one bought it. There's like three games made for it, including Wonderbook, and then we're out. And so mm-hmm. now, now we're packaging it in. It's going to be a core concept of what we're doing. And like, nope. Nope. Yeah. Not at all. And I, so now, like, sell me on that camera. You know what I mean? SingStar sold me on PlayStation High. Yeah, what did. are you going to do for this one to make me get this one? Yeah, I went in to put in my PS4 pre order last night, and they're like, oh, do you want the I or another controller? And it's like, no, I'm good. Like, yeah. I don't know why I need that peripheral, right. you know? And, like, with the Xbox One, if I had the choice, I also would not have gotten the Kinect. Now, given what you know about Sony, Greg, do yeah. you think, do you think, given that I was shown on February 20th, do you think they opted to exclude it from the box uh, come release? Do you think it was purely about price and they sniffed blood in the water with Microsoft and said, let's just. Let's just kick this thing to the back burner so we can get out at three ninety nine and really, really take it to these guys. Or do you think it was, do you think it was a, a development issue like, yeah, we, you know, we don't have a lot of great software for this. Or do you think it was a, a technology issue like, wow, that Connect really is cool. If we, if we bundle our eye, it's gonna look bad up against Connect. What do you think? I it's... think it was twofold. I think it was price, and I think it was appealing to your audience. Yeah. I think that you know the Microsoft event solidified that at least in mind share and sure. you know, what we were doing that playstation's about the gamers you know like playstation these guys are all about the gamers and that's where i want to be and when they they realized that's what was happening and there was like i don't want this connect watching me all the time and blah 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 <laughs> then it was well how can we get out cheaper like yeah. what, what are we going to forfeit by excluding it right and it's like okay cool because like today in the uh uh they released officially this ui trailer where this kid's yes. using PlayStation 4, and at one point he starts ty- typing to this girl, but he's typing by pointing the controller at the on-screen keyboard, which would, you'd imagine, is synced up through the PlayStation I high. would hope so. <laughs> so, I mean, granted, you can then default back to, I'm sure, the D-pad, yeah. and I'm going to use my USB keyboard and stuff like that, but it's like, oh, so how big it, how how important is the PlayStation I to what they're doing right there? That's yeah. the weird and interesting part, but I think it was definitely... We can get out cheap, and we can get out and not piss off people. We can keep doubling down and saying we're about the gamers. Look at us. Look at look at what we're about. Because the nerd, the nerd people like us in this room, mm-hmm. um, uh, eventually they're gonna find something that we need to buy that PlayStation I for. Yeah. I don't know what it'll be. Uh, it, maybe it is just chatting through PlayStation Network when I'm doing stuff through this. But yeah. if if I can. When I'm making Ustream and YouTube videos or whatever through this for my gameplay walkthroughs, if I can also tack on an intro from myself via the PlayStation I, then yeah, I'll buy that. I'll mm-hmm. give you 50 bucks for that. So, yeah, I, I think by Gamescom, by the time the – which is essentially the European E3 in August, I think this is an afterthought. This oh, is sure. all – this is all water under the bridge. No yep. one cares. Well, I mean, like, what were your, don't, don't for a second think that this isn't Microsoft's battle cry in a lot of ways. Coming out of Gamescom and being like, hey, guys, you know, we are all about the games. We showed you that. Yeah. When we, aban- we thought we had a good idea. We didn't have a good idea, it turned out. You didn't like it, so we got away from it. Let's look at Dead Rising 3. Let's look at Titanfall. <laughs> Let's look at all, all these experiences you can only get on the Xbox One. So my question is, is the damage already done, though? Like, people are very totally confused re- about this. Yes, but it's totally repairable. And yeah. time heals all wounds. 
That, well, this is so, one story, but how many people already have this concept in their head that Xbox One is garbage? So the the, the uh, fantastic and I think uh, comparable example on from for an, from an internet perspective that our camera guy Sean Finnegan, we were we were uh, out doing a project together. What he mentioned was. Remember Coney 2012 when that like <laughs> melted the internet and that was like the biggest thing ever and now no one <laughs> you'd ask someone and be like, they'd be like what yeah what was yeah. that okay. so yeah I think well I know it, you guys already kind of hit on that with the Tomb Raider stuff but, right I mean, it's one of those things where we get Colin always calls it the echo chamber yeah that we are all such like minded hardcore gamers that that's what we sit around and talk about whereas I think if you would go poll random people who own an Xbox 360, and you're like, "Tell me about the DRM on the Xbox yeah. One." If they I called would, my dad would, right now, he would be like, what? "What's DRM?" Like, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. even think that terminology is attached no. to the general public. Yeah, you know, like when yeah. I went and you know the audience they're aiming at with the initial reveal of we have TV and you switch it with this and you do that. I was on this thing getting interviewed on satellite TV and I got to hear the lead in from the reporter and then the anchor was like, oh, so it turns any TV into a smart TV. That's really interesting. It wasn't that they're, that all of a sudden you're talking about games, right? Yeah. Like that mm-hmm. part of their strategy worked and now they're appealing again to the hardcore fan base that paid attention at E3 and realized there was a discrepancy. And I've got to wonder if the tipping point for this started to be when the mainstream outlets, the Wall Street journals of the world, started yeah. picking up the the DRM stuff. Sure, because sure. I I didn't expect that. I didn't think that it would it would get to that level. My whole argument was when we get when we get to launch day and people walk in and there's a PlayStation Four and there's an Xbox and they say, well, there's a hundred dollar price difference. How many people are going to go? Well, the hundred dollars probably means quality. I mean, if I'm investing in this for a couple of years, you know what I mean, then I will get the more expensive thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't – to a general consumer about electronics, when you start – well, it's either going to be 400 or 500 they're still like, well, I, like when I go in – anytime I go in to buy an Apple product, right? Yeah. Well, I can buy – I don't need 64 gigabytes, but I'm already spending so many hundreds of dollars. <laughs> What's an extra two? You know what I mean? Like, you get into these weird situations. That's right. true. That's true. Yeah. I guess on Jimmy Fallon last night, too, he – he was like, it doesn't play used games or something like that. And, uh, I, yeah, people, people tweeted me about this, but I didn't understand it. I didn't it. see it. Yeah. Yeah. It's video game week. Do you know what demo he's getting shown? Or was no, well, talking? I saw him do the Killer Instinct demo, so mm-hmm. maybe they were talking about that. I, I heard there was a Forza one, too. Uh, okay. I saw, yeah, he did Killer Instinct and Forza. Yeah, and uh, I guess he said that it doesn't play used games. And maybe Microsoft was like, oh, time to backpedal. So yeah. our Fire everything. Yeah. <laughs> our uh, Podcast Unlocked Facebook group has already blown up in the last 24 hours since yeah. our, yesterday's episode 99 went up. Facebook.com slash groups slash Podcast Unlocked. Thank you, Mitch. Ah. What I, what the, the question I want to pose for the group now, I mean, granted, our group is already a bunch of Xbox fans, but are you, if you weren't pre-ordering the Xbox One before... Are you back on board now? That that is sort of the question that I would like to to have answered by mm-hmm. the the world at large. I mean, does this does this sway you back? I mean, uh, again, I said it yesterday on on episode ninety nine. I you know, for my tastes, I mean, I have pre ordered both systems, but for my tastes, the current Xbox One lineup is more appealing to me than play, than the PlayStation Four lineup as it stands today. Is I, Infamous launching? No, damn it. It's, uh, it's February is what's been confirmed. Mm-hmm. And that was that's one of the – And that's painful. what – I mean what we talked about yesterday on Beyond to an extent, right? If, if – and it's funny. Like, you know, we were like if DRM was off the table and this used games and the price difference, like who – would Sony still have won? And I was like, I don't think they would have. Like, it's not that they didn't show good games. But right. is about blowing your socks off. Yep. And it was like instead they came out and they're like, here are all these games you've already heard of plus this new thing called The Order. And they're really <laughs> cool and they look really good. Let's yeah. go. And like Microsoft came out and was like Titanfall. 
Dead Rising. Let's show you some cool stuff. Let's show you some new stuff. And I was really – I gave that conference a nine, you know, in the vacuum of not yeah. knowing what was coming. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we walked out of it that morning going, wow, they, they weren't kidding around. They delivered lots of games and yeah. lots of cool games. And, I mean, you're talking about the Facebook group. I mean, that's why, like, all this happened today. I was like, all right, pre-order. Yeah, like, yep. I'm, I'm on board. Maybe something happens and a game gets delayed out of the launch window. But No Titanfall, no sale. <laughs> <laughs> no Dead Rising. Yeah. Especially though, we stated a case sequel, and that's what I want. Yeah. Putting in the pre-orders last night, the three ninety nine was easy. Looking at that four ninety nine price tag, it's like okay. See again, I was already like, well, I've already come, I've already blown four hundred dollars. Talk about on the internet, I'm not good with money all the time. Might as well. Come this far. So, uh, yeah, what's? I guess that's the nice thing. There's nothing left to do now, but just wait for these bad boys to come out and start playing some it's games. It's such a fascinating time right now. So it much is. crazy crap. I like. Well, I remember at E3, we didn't see this happening. PlayStation does it, and then we're all like, I wonder what Microsoft will do. Can, will they back down? Can they back down? And like, I kept well, saying, like, ardently, like, now, no, they yeah. will to not. My, yeah, no to, way. I will, I, will, uh, I will have a serving of crow right now because yep. I said on Twitter, Microsoft has to relax these policies. And my, I believe my specific words were, because this tweet sticks out, I said, I don't believe their corporate hubris will mm-hmm. allow them yeah. to go through with it, but they did. Yeah. So to their credit, I mean, they, and, and you know, and I'd said that we, we, we all talked about it after the press conferences at E3, you know, it, it was going to hurt a lot less to, to fix this now yep. mm-hmm. than it was the longer they waited, the worse it was going to get. Or of course, if they never did anything about it, it could have potentially become an even uh, a potentially platform endangering issue. If it if it got too far out of control, and all it took was one month of the worst press they've ever gotten in their <laughs> right. life. Well, you you gotta wonder. I mean, yeah, they you know they had they were the system, as Greg said. The they have all the mind share for this generation, and uh, that all went out the window. As soon as, mm-hmm. you know, it's in a way, and I mean this, I don't. It was it was super interesting looking forward, and you know we used to talk about them going in parallel paths. Yes. I, I talk about Colin always said they were going in two different directions. I said that's the stupidest <laughs> thing you could say, but parallel paths for me, right? And now it's like one path. It so is. It was kind of exciting to be like they are making two different bets. Who's going to win right now? No, yeah. I, I agree with that. I said that on radio interviews the day after the May twenty first event. Mm-hmm. I said that, you know they've got two. I agree that those the two consoles were the same fundamental. Uh, silicon on, inside the box, but taking taking two completely different paths toward the ultimate goal of of home uh, living room domination. Right. And now, yeah, we're kind of back on. It's like okay, back so on the same back track. To just games and it's eyes and a hundred dollars and mm-hmm. well, then I got to buy Xbox Live, but I got to buy PlayStation Plus. And then yeah, now we're that. back to uh, the, you know not not to I'm not, I don't point this out as as a you know, fanboy anti-Sony thing, but I just I did find it interesting that Sony's PR campaign was so effective. They they managed their messaging so well, whereas of course Microsoft didn't. That Sony confirmed at their press conference that you have to pay for multiplayer now, right. the same sixty bucks a year you pay for Xbox Live Gold, and no one seemed to notice you, or yeah. care. I mean, People were their, just like, yeah, all right. But you're yeah, talking about their money. PR being so good. Yeah. They've spent two years making PlayStation Plus understandable and an awesome deal. That's true. Right? Like, I, I mean, like, last yeah. year they started calling it your instant game but, collection. But if driving my, home, but, you yeah. get 17 free games. You know right, I mean? but the fact that... Uh, so that is true, but the fact that, you know, what was 
what was free mm-hmm. online multiplayer was has been free for seven years. Right, right, right. Is now something you have to pay for. If the roles had been reversed and that had been Microsoft in and their uh, surrounding firestorm of last sure. month, if they had dropped that, like, well, you know, you've been able to play multiplayer, you've been able to play Halo for free, but <laughs> now you're going to have to pay sixty bucks a year. It would have just been pitchforks and torches but, but i mean yeah. like the, in the, the so everybody's so happy about it or not happy but they get it i think right the people again the the consumer base you are speaking to is smart enough to be like well you are getting all these games that are free and are awesome and I- exclusive access it's honestly another amazing trojan horse for the playstation vita yeah because eventually you're going to be like man i've been a playstation plus member for six months and i've watched Seven free Vita games go by and expire. If I would have, I mean, I'll just buy the thing for whatever two fifty it's going to yeah. be. You know what I mean? And then have all these games that I'm already, I'm already paying for these games. I'm and already then I'm going to stream all my PlayStation Four games to it. So exactly. now, yeah, exactly. You mentioned Trojan horses, Greg. That brings up uh, one of maybe one of our last points here in this uh, shortened special emergency edition of Podcast Unlocked. And we've been saying, we've said for for months uh, that that Xbox Live is the Trojan horse. For oh, I've been saying it forever. The platform too. that was right? my big concern about. Yeah, could but, Sony win this next generation? And yeah, I would have said no because everyone wants to keep their friends. Everybody achievements. Yeah, the achieve mm-hmm. the achievements, the friends. So now I put it to you guys, with with these DRM and always online policies being thrown out the window, are people? Because you know we've we'd seen so many tweets, so many message board posts, so many IGN comments and blogs of people saying, "I've been an Xbox guy forever," but man. Screw this! I, I boxed am, it all yeah. up and sold it I'm, off, and I yeah. got this. Thing. I am jumping ship. For, There's an to image of Master 4. Chief. It's like it's not you; it's your parents. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like I'm going with PS4. But is do those people now go? Okay, well, great. I'm just going to stick with my my Xbox Live friends and my Xbox Live ecosystem. Do you think those are those people now uh, satiated? That's going to be a tale of tape. I think you have to wait and see because it's yeah. one of those where I think, yeah, I think a lot of them, a lot, I am one of those people on the internet. What do you do? You're a lot of talk. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm not gonna buy this anymore. I'm totally, I'm over this. I'm gonna become a. How many tweets did I see? You know, in the last week of I'm, an, I'm now a PlayStation guy. Yeah, I'm excited to be part of the Beyond Crew and yada yada yada. <laughs> and it's like, well, are you now? Like, are you still gonna do that, or is it like, oh, okay, now this is acceptable? Right, <laughs> canceling my PS4 reorder after all. <laughs> yeah, I I gotta say the news today though. It, it like I was kind of down on Xbox One and all this DRM stuff. So like hearing this news that they're they're abandoning it, it's I'm feel relieved that I can play like I used to on the 360 on the Xbox One now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Hearing about the stuff we lost, though, like the family stuff, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, cla- the, you know, the cloud stuff will still be there provided mm-hmm. you're connected. And that's, that's I guess, that's now where we can start to get into some interesting stuff. We're, we're back to a level playing field, but Microsoft does have these 300,000 servers for cloud computing. Mm-hmm. So will that uh, make a, a, any difference at all? On for their games versus PlayStation Four games, will yeah. that cloud matter? Software well, yeah, will tell us Guy in Kai and everything else too for Sony, right? There's yeah. so many unknowns right now. There's so many buzzwords we're tossing around. But like, yeah. yeah, like Tal walked over today, like, "Wow, hey guys, what are the differences between like, dude? They just announced this, and like, it's not like Sony's giving us hard details on anything. You know what I mean? Like, so actually, yeah, real quick, Greg, Greg, what do you think Sony will Sony have a response to this? Because they've they've just been so on point. I mean the 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 night after the press conference that that just pointed hilarious fun 
video. spirited video of how to share a PlayStation 4 game right. on YouTube. You know, they've just they've hit everything so perfectly. <laughs> do they do they stay quiet here or do they come back with anything? You go quiet. Yeah, Again, they, I, they kicked them while they were down. They don't want to kick them while they're begging for their life. Right, yeah, right. Well, you know, I mean, now they're back in the fight immediately. You know what I mean? And like that's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. This Taylor tape, we got to see how Twitter responds and how people respond and what they say because it is it could go either way, right? Of oh no, I, you know, I had a week to think about jumping ship to PlayStation Four, and I'm still on that. You know, I'm I'm still mentally prepared to do yeah. that. Or oh well, now all's forgiven. Here I come back. One more hypothetical: What if? Yeah. What? How much? Bigger and better would this have been if Microsoft had done this at their E3 press conference? How much? How incredible would it be if none of this ever went down, right? Like if they had just come out of May 21st, had they expected that this event would happen where people would reject it? And they said, well, what if we don't do this crazy out there thing that's going to get hated on? Like if they came out of the gate on May 21st with this, like they would be so good. Like So, so all right, let's, we'll, we'll play that what if game real quick. So you're saying they've, they've got cloud, they've got uh, – these sort of instant switching things, day day one downloadable yeah. digital title. So all the all the positive features with none of the DRM stuff. Yeah, would it just be? Would they be riding an immense wave of of that Xbox momentum they've had for the last eight years? Actually, you know, to your point, I think maybe E three would have been the time to do it because look at the response Sony got for it. Right, if Microsoft yeah. had eaten crow on stage, would they have gotten cheers? Would they have been? Would it have been like really awkward? It's hard to tell, but. I, mean, I think I it would like, have been cheers. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Hey, again, like I'm talking like for their next time they're on stage, the next conference. Hey, guys, we heard you. You know, hey, yeah. guys, you didn't like our last conference. You didn't like where we were going with the system. We changed it for you yeah. because we mm-hmm. are, you know, gamers like you. Yeah. And they bring the message back to being about the gamers. Yeah. 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 The quicker, I think you're right, Greg, the quicker they can get it, they can put the focus back on the games themselves, which they tried to do at E3. Right. And I think and they did a great job of it. Well, they E3, did, yeah. but I think they were, I think. Obviously, May twenty first happened, and the backlash began. And they just—I think they just had them. They were convinced, and E three is going to fix all this. And yeah. we said it on the air. We were like, yeah. that's that's their big play is they're going to come out swinging with games, and they did. But it still didn't work because mm-hmm. partially because Sony played it so perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's uh, yeah. I mean, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Yeah, but but but, but I think. Uh, stand by it. If Sony didn't ha- come out and say those guys are wrong, hundred dollars cheaper, we w- it, it would have been a totally different tune. It was yeah, like, well, agreed. Sony didn't have anything new in the tank, and this is what it was. And blah blah. blah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That and I don't think we'd be having this conversation. I don't think if Sony had said anything, Microsoft would have changed the policies at all. Sure. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. I think. I mean, if yeah, if Sony had not stabbed Microsoft in the neck at E3, we'd yeah we'd yeah. be looking. They at brought their competition the back from the dead, basically. Well, they had to do it, right? You can't ignore these conversations. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things they had to show their cards eventually. Yeah. And so if they went the entire E3 and they didn't talk about DRM or used games, well, yeah, like, yeah, what would, are you doing? It would have made them look really bad too, right? Yeah. It would have made people worry about what they were doing and all of that. But yeah, so now it's the question of did Microsoft redeem themselves or just prove that they don't have a vision and they are just a bunch of suits reacting to numbers? Well, a little column A, little column B. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, looking forward, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. the, the whole story here. And and again, uh, I guess yeah. Final point would be you know again, Greg, you've talked we you've talked about how the echo chamber and how this, we're the vocal hardcore guys, and we do matter. Obviously, oh yeah. We if this wouldn't have happened, it had it not been for us, yeah. for our people, you know, our our <laughs> our uh, our community, the IGN community. But um, damn, where was I going with that? You love IGN community and thank I do. you to join the <laughs> Facebook.com slash groups podcast yeah. along. Subscribe. <laughs> Nailed it. Like, click like. <laughs> but uh, Hashtag beyond. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, wait. 
<laughs> yeah. Damn, I hate when I lose lose the train of thought. Well, I have right a random thought. Do it. So you know how the tagline is, the power of the cloud? I don't really understand that because I don't think the power of a cloud. When I think of a cloud, soft. I think of something soft, moving fluffy, <laughs> marshmallows maybe. You could eat it. All right, now Please I remember, change the I remember what I was going to say. See, so, I helped. Yes, you <laughs> took Destin so, saying something really dumb. Anyways, I was going to talk about <laughs> throwing <laughs> Destin off the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Destin, you're up. You know, the, the, the hardcore one thing, but this will all now go away eventually. And so the real... You know, you don't get to seventy something million installed base without, without the few enemies. Without the casual, <laughs> the more casual guys. You know, the, yeah. the Madden guys, the GTA guys. Oh yeah, the yeah, Call yeah, of yeah. Duty guys. So those those people have no idea what's happened in the last week. Mm-hmm. By See, and this large. is what I'm talking about. Is that when they the risk they were running with alienating the hardcore is that the hardcore didn't buy it and didn't put it in homes to say, hey, look at this. I always use the example of the Wii. The influencers, right? you're the, saying. Yeah, we all bought Wiis because we're like, oh my god, I can play old Nintendo games on this. This is great. It's a new controller. We brought it home for Thanksgiving, and that's when moms and grandparents saw it, and they're like, holy, yeah, we need You mean this. I can bowl with you, Greggy? <laughs> I'm back in my feet. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm up off the couch. So, I mean, that that's totally what's going to happen here as well, is that these things are going to get released, and the people who buy Call of Duty and only play Call of Duty forever and ever and ever are not going to buy this right away. And you will, and you'll have one of those people over to your house, and they're like, oh, they called you. Oh, we'll check this out. Look at this. And there's rumbles in the triggers. Right, and, and those <laughs> people will have no idea that any of this yep. ever happened. Oh, by the way, six months ago, yeah. there was yeah. this big kerfuffle over DRM. There What's was a DRM. Yeah, don't does worry it affect about me it. now? No, yeah, I don't no. care. Yeah, you I could have shared my entire library with you. <laughs> yeah, Call of Duty. <laughs> so that's, I think, uh, a bigger part of this story. Yeah. As well, that's uh, that remains to see how it unfolds. Uh, my, I'm going on uh, my prediction. I think we're heading for another dead heat this generation. Yeah, PlayStation, Xbox, like PS4, Xbox One. They're going to be 51, 49, 50, 50 kind of market share. Yeah, I can see that. I, I mean, I'm with you. I, I I don't see any competitive advantage either way. Other than I mean, I, I agree with you, Greg. That I think out of the gate, Sony's on the price. Price alone, if not some other things, but solely with price, they will they will surge out to a bit of an early advantage. I mean, if they're going to change the tune or do anything with it, right? Like it would be all right, guys. Here, the, we're every every one of these three ninety nine consoles comes with a free six months of PlayStation Plus or free year of right. PlayStation Plus. That's like now if they try, want to, you know, amp it up a little bit more. But even that, that then screws up. I know there's a bunch of deals already on like Amazon where it's like you buy it, and you buy PlayStation Plus with it. Yeah. But you you know to your point earlier Greg is uh where's where's the first killer app because yeah. you know you said how nobody has the, the the PlayStation exclusives as good as they've been have not been blockbusters. Right. So the the kill zones of the world, mm-hmm. the infamouses of the world on PS4 they might again be great games but can those franchises get over the hump and become big you know blockbusters on on ps4 whereas i look at xbox one forza always does fine but it's not it's not blockbuster status but and you know dead rising same thing but i see titanfall moving units i see that Mm -hmm. i see that being and of course i mean call of duty will do well on both yeah so but as far as the exclusives go i see titanfall being the game that that is the first game to really blow up on either next gen system. It's mm-hmm. one of those things where I, when we went into there and we were starting the PlayStation conference at E3, I kept saying, "Well, they have to bring out that this is where they have to establish. Here's our punch. 
here's Uncharted, here's God of War, here's why you buy that system. Yeah. And instead what they did was, here's our punch, all this information and this price differential. And that's all they needed. It destroyed. Yes. And when we interviewed Shuhei on Beyond, we were talking about, you know, that we were expecting an Uncharted, we were expecting this. And he said, you know, that we don't look at it as E3 is the end-all be-all. That, yeah. you know, there's still Gamescom and there's still TGS where they are, they are the, you know, number one for sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so... That made it sound like they still had things up their sleeves, which was interesting because I really hadn't thought that much about it. I kind of did visualize it as E3, silence uh, in little bits as we get up to launch, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? And so now it is one of those, like, especially this, maybe they had planned for this in a way. Maybe they do still have something that at Gamescom they show and you are like, holy crap, there it is. Who well, you do, you do wonder, I mean, will Microsoft even show up to TGS? Because they mostly haven't yeah, in years past. They yeah. and, and they are not launching in Japan. Right, and mm-hmm. uh, Sony, obviously, home turf. They do yeah. fantastically there. Now, Microsoft will be at Gamescom for the first time in a long time, mm-hmm. so they're not dodging that show. But, yeah, you know, what? what is the next step in this? I mean, we've never seen anything like this. That's yeah. the fun part for yeah, us, right? right? It's fascinating. Who, has there ev- there's never been. Can anybody think of anything even close to this sort of massive policy change for, by a publisher or by a platform holder? It's never happened. Uh, didn't Netflix change the name of something <laughs> once? No, that's actually yeah. You're right, Mitch. That's probably the best example where Netflix came out and they were gonna, they they were going to do the game sharing thing. They were going to split off. What was even I know, the some name? Numbers, atrocious. Yeah, and their passes. That's kind well, of similar. Not nearly as significant. No. Yeah, I mean, what? Yeah, we and now we can't see to Greg's point. We can't even remember the name of that other Netflix service. Yeah. That they were right. going to spin off and split themselves into. Flickster? No. No, 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 no. We so can't no. even remember. Know. So, I keep wanting to say Gazerk, which was the one-up video game search engine <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> remember that? Gazerk! So the uh, the battle lines are redrawn yeah. here on uh, June 19th, 2013. A, uh, we've got T-minus less than five months out from this console. Again, I, I actually I wrote this up. On the day of E3, and I think it kind of got buried. Uh, oh, your I prediction for when yeah. it's coming. It was fascinating. I think it's November 5th. I think it's the same. Or possibly, if it if that's a Tuesday, or maybe the first or the I think we're looking at the first five days, because I just don't see it shipping after Call of, Duty. Call of Duty. No. Because I, they've, they've, so, they've tried their best to align Call of Duty Ghosts as an Xbox One thing, even though, of course, it's out for all the other platforms. But there's no way... That Activision, with their marketing machine, is going to have uh, the, the the. There's no way the Xbox One comes out later, so that when little Billy goes into the store and says, "I want Call of Duty Ghosts for Xbox One," I'm like, well, the Xbox One's not out yet, Billy. You can just buy the 360 version now. Like, no, I want so or that, for that's PlayStation not Four, which came out on October 29th, <laughs> yeah, to coincide with Battlefield. So, yeah, I just don't see. I don't see Xbox One shipping after Call of Duty, and I know it's weird to pin pin it all to one game, but it's it's the uh, game that matters. Yeah, I'm with yeah. you. That's so, the day, especially I, for the fan base. Yeah, mark your calendars, November first through the fifth, sometime those that first week of November. Taking it to the bank with you. <laughs> it's Ryan McCaffrey's lock of the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how we do it. Greg yeah. Miller, thanks for stopping by. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Our special, our our totally unexpected. Episode 100. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Destin Legary, you're the man. Thanks. Mitch Dyer, you know I love you. I love you. And you and you. Aww. Let's hug it out. <laughs> I'm Ryan McCaffrey. This has been Podcast Unlocked Emergency, episode number 100. 
We'll be back with uh, our regular show, regular format, sometime next week, usual time, Tuesday, Wednesday. Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Martha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.